As you've heard, the Greens are now one senator down after Lydia Thorpe's defection. But her departure has also freed the party to support the voice to parliament, which it formally endorsed last night. Adam Bant joins me in the studio. He is, of course, the Greens leader. Adam, welcome. Hi, Patricia. Many in this building say Lydia Thorpe's departure was a long time coming. Was it? Did you see it coming? Look, she made her decision. I feel sad about it. I'd hope that she would stay in the party, including as our First Nations spokesperson. She's uh, chosen a different course. Um, I'm sad about that. I guess uh, my job now as leader of the Greens is to um, uh, look forward, uh, deal with the facts as we find them. Senator Thorpe has said that she's not going to comment about her time in the Greens. I'm going to take the same approach to her. Um, I don't agree with her decision. Um, uh, but you tried to. You tried everything to keep her in the tent. Why did you fail? Look, I guess you have to. I mean, Senator Thorpe made it clear that she wants to uh, advance what she calls, uh, you know, the black sovereignty movement, to use uh, her words, and the freedom to speak on that. And she's she's made her position clear, and I'll let her speak for but herself. But didn't you but tell yes. her that she could have the freedom to do that and stay in the Greens? That's right, and made it clear that she would be in a position to vote as she saw fit, because our constitution gives uh, our MPs that right. But look, she's she's made that decision. Of course, I think the overwhelming feeling in the Greens is sadness to see her go, because uh, she she leads as a respected figure and one who's campaigned strongly on raising the age of criminal responsibility and putting treaty on the agenda. Um, we're now um, excited to get behind the campaign for voice and we will be campaigning strongly for a successful referendum, for a yes vote. It's an opportunity for the country to show its support for First Nations people and take a step towards First Nations justice. All of the MP- Greens MPs will be campaigning uh, towards that. We had months of discussions with the government, including involving Senator Thorpe, uh, to have those questions, important questions of sovereignty addressed to ensure that the government was also going to progress truth and treaty because that's absolutely critical for us. Uh, and after the assurances from the government, including some money in the budget for, uh, for the treaty process, um, we're now uh, in a position where we're going to be strongly supporting the Yes campaign. Do you think Senator Thorpe should have resigned from the parliament? Look, she's made her decision. But I asked, come on, Adam Bant, do you think she should have freed that seat up so that you could bring in a Green senator? Look, she's, she's made her decision and I obviously, my preference was that she remain in the Greens. And that and, you have a Green senator because um, that's how she was elected, right? Well, my preference was that she remain in the Greens. Look, I'm sure that there are a lot of people in... Victoria voters, supporters, Greens members who, like me, feel sad that we don't have um, two sad Greens. Sad is an interesting in word. Victoria. Don't you also feel frustrated and angry that you've lost a Senate seat? Look, the reality is she's made the decision, and she's made that decision, and we have to deal with that as best we can. Why didn't you demand the Senate seat for the Greens? It's, it's, it's a decision for her, and but I guess you have to you ask her it? that question. But no, 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 that's a question about your leadership. Why didn't you say that's a green seat, you're elected on a Greens platform, please resign, we want our seat back. Look, ultimately, Senator Thorpe uh, has decided to move to the crossbench. Um, that's her choice. That wasn't my preference. We just have to deal with that. Okay, so did you decide that you couldn't demand that because you weren't going to win? Look, I'm not going to go into the just wondering why you didn't take that, that strategy, because a lot of leaders do. They say, that's our seat, you're elected on our platform. Look, the reality is she made the decision. She's made the decision, we just have to deal with that. Do you think that she betrayed Victorian Greens voters? Look, I've made my position clear that that our feeling is sadness that she has gone, and I know a lot of people in Victoria will be feeling sad as well. 
I'll let others speak for themselves about how they feel. We are now just, you know, it, it fundamentally um, doesn't change the position in the Senate. The, the Greens are still centrally in balance of power. If the government wants to pass legislation that the coalition opposes, they're still going to need us. Yeah. Um, in some instances, as Senator Thorpe has made a commitment that she'll uh, uh, vote with the Greens on climate, and I thank her for that. Can I just go on and that? I asked you this yesterday at the press conference, which I came to. I'm really interested in this. Why just climate? Why not on other issues? Can you explain that? Look, she, she, she made uh, that commitment and I thank her for Did you that. ask her to vote on other issues Look, too? I'm not going to go into the uh, Senator Thorpe's time in the Greens and discussions that we had beyond what I've said. The, the cards have fallen where they've fallen and um, we now have a situation where, as I say, it doesn't fundamentally change the balance of power in the Senate. The Greens are still going to be needed for uh, any legislation that the Coalition opposes. In some instances, the government might have to find an additional vote, but they have to do that anyway. So um, we just have to now deal with the circumstances as we find them. Is it, is it my preference that it's turned out the way it has? No, and I've made that pretty clear. Um, but now we've got to move on. The Greens are mm. centrally in balance of power in the Senate. We've got a lot of things to work mm. through this year. The referendum, huge, climate yeah. legislation, um, that's what I'm focused on. Is this a, a bad moment for you? Look, as I say, I think it's uh, it, it's the overwhelming feeling and sadness because uh, Lydia Thorpe was a respected figure in our party and we wanted her to stay. She chose not to. Um, she's explained her reasons why and although I'd have preferred a different outcome, I understand the reasons that she's given. We've now got to move on. Right? Does it, does it also liberate you? Because for months now, I, I, for instance, have been really quizzing you on your position on The Voice which was inconsistent with Uluru's statement from the heart in terms of the order you were arguing for and, and the equivocation. Do you feel liberated now to really lean into this? That's, the party room has made a decision, and it's uh, so now we've got a very clear decision. But over these months, the discussions that we've been having with the government have been about issues that have been important to the Greens, right, to the Greens as a whole. Because our position is still that we think that um, we won't have First Nations justice in this country until we have truth and treaty as well as a voice. And our policy is and remains that uh, we would like to see a treaty first. Now, but that's not the what the Uluru Dialogues called for. So I wonder why you still insist on that. Well, we, we're going to vote for the voice. And um, they, uh, we've had widespread consultation um, within our party. All of our Greens MPs are going to be campaigning for the voice. The government's made a number of commitments now about um, progressing truth and treaty as well. And we thank them for that. And uh, there was money in the budget. We'll be holding them uh, to account over the next uh, period of this parliament, because we think that is critical that we get uh, elements on that. But obviously the voice is proceeding. Um, we're going to be backing the legislation, campaigning for a yes vote, and I look forward to that campaign, because I think a successful campaign um, will send a strong message, uh, and uh, I look forward to being, as we've said, that we think we can do, we can progress all of these things during the course of this parliament, because really, if you look at this parliament, it's an opportunity for real steps forward on First Nations justice. The Australian people delivered a big change at the last election. Let's grab it now to ensure that voice succeeds, but also we get progress on truth and treaty. Okay. Who's going to be your Indigenous Affairs spokesperson, Dorinda Cox? We'll, we'll make that decision in the next couple of days. But um, do you think Dorinda the, Cox would be the appropriate person? Well, so it's ultimately up to me as leader to allocate Great, who so you the, can tell the me. portfolios are. Um, and I'm telling you uh, that we'll make the decision before we leave Parliament. Do you think she would be a good candidate? She's Indigenous, she's in WA? Yeah, well, I think Dorinda Cox uh, is uh, a, a, a powerhouse of a senator from Western Australia who's been doing terrific work on mining and resources, in particular giving voice to 
the traditional owners who've been concerned about fracking on their lands. She's made an enormous contribution. But look, we'll um, make that decision in the next couple of days and we'll have an announcement before we leave Parliament. Thank you so much. Thanks, Patricia. Adam Band, he's the Greens leader and you're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.